Yo, 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 this Nas, you now tuned into the Millennium Her Podcast, one of the best podcasts in Jersey's for entrepreneurs, you know what I mean? So make sure y'all stay tuned for more episodes. You are now tuned, you are now tuned in to Millennium Her. You are now tuned in to her podcast hey Cheryl hey Ari <laughs> we are back and we're just so happy we got so many great feedback from episode, episode one. one the premiere episode of season two we have a special guest Nas so we so will so. definitely give y'all the tea on why he's here yeah. but he's here and we're so happy and mm-hmm. obviously the Millennium Herd podcast caters to both male and female because we have our male here. You you heard our theme song. You, you, you are now tuning in. First of all, shout outs to Rico for that shout theme song. Shout out to Reek Rhythms. He definitely did his thing though. Yo, no, for real. Really he really captured he embraced the Jersey, the Jersey aspect of the Millennium Herd podcast. Mm-hmm. And also, we have to remind you that the Millennium Herd podcast caters to both male and female. And we like to say we're the blueprint for like-minded bosses on a rise. Yes, yes, and I, I I'm so happy that like, oh, we're here, guys. <laughs> you know, I'm just like so in motion with this. But definitely make sure you continue to get. You know, try to support us. We are a nonprofit. We. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, we are. We are very limited, so we are looking for support. Make sure you cater to our patreon and like really just join membership we have exclusive deals as far as giveaways and also we're looking for community businesses so everyone asks this county you trying to you know we trying to connect with y'all so definitely reach out to us far and wide we have already secured the bag with one um sponsor sponsor and metro hygiene and we thank you and we so we're so going to continue to build and Shouts yes out to them. yeah thank you yes so look, wait hold on so like at the end of this i get to get something free too or how does that work we will talk we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah, behind scenes right, like, but her. that voice that you hear is none other than nasir yes, sir. aka i am nas yes welcome welcome, oh. welcome. tell the people who you are sir so my name is Nasir, you know, uh, I'm a designer for my brand, I Am Nas, which mm-hmm. is a collaborative design studio uh, for artists, you know, just to create awareness in different uh, platforms. So we're yeah. glad to have I'm you so here. happy you decided to be a guest. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so now we're about yeah. to get into our hot, hot, hot topic. So you already know, for our hot topics, we have to discuss none other than, y'all heard it in our promo, prolific, so gifted, Nipsey Hustle. Mm. Since the Millennial podcast yeah. was on a break, we didn't get a chance to have a tribute episode when Nipsey mm-hmm. passed away. As you know, Nipsey passed away on March 31st, 2019, 
and his birth birthday was recently on August 15th, 2019. So I have a question for you guys. Like, so. I know me personally, I'm a huge hip hop fan. I'm a huge rap fan. And I learned a lot from Nipsey Hussle. Me so too. Yeah. I just want to know, what did you guys learn from Nipsey? And how has his teachings inspired you when it comes to your community? You can I go mean, first, guys. I mean, for me, I feel like he made, uh, you know, being spiritual and being very outspoken a mm -hmm. thing. Like, I feel like what Nipsey did in general uh, in terms of helping his community out and everything was a great thing. Because usually, you know, him being, you know, 60s Crip and everything, you know, that's that's a straight persona for, for you know, a person. You judge, that's, a, book, you judge exactly. a book by its cover. Exactly. So for him to actually help his community out, and everything, he's actually setting a platform and a standard for other artists as well. So I think that was a great thing for him. And I really, really appreciate that for him. And, you know, around the time of his, you know, his uh, his passing or whatever, I actually started listening more of his music. He actually spoke about the stuff that he was doing, you know, and his past, which actually, like, you know, influenced me a lot, motivated me a lot. And when I listen to his music, I actually, you know, I get chills sometimes because he, speak, he speaks real stuff, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... Shouts out to Nipsey. He's still here, by the way. So, How about you, Ari? Well, I will say I really didn't know much about Nipsey Hussle um, before his passing. Well, kind of like prior to, but not as much like as far as his music. I knew who he was. I yeah. knew that he was dating Lauren London. I knew that he was this great guy. You know, she. I followed her. So because she didn't have any real issues with him, I was like, oh, he's a great dude. But um, when he passed and I did start it, like Nas said, like just listening to his music more, I was like, yo, he was like doing so many like great things. Like the fact that I could actually follow his lyrics mm -hmm. without much problem, that is like a really big thing for yeah. me. Like I have problems following yeah. um, uh, rappers lyrics. And so when I was like, oh, grinding on my life, hey, hey on my life. Oh, yeah, like just life, like yeah. all his lyrics, yeah. like that was a very important to me. Yeah. So, and and like when people started saying his ten com his commandments and like his businesses and just homegrown, I'm like, yo, he was like really that guy. So mm -hmm. I wasn't, natural. yeah, it a was real, natural, and natural. he was humble, and mm -hmm. and it was just amazing to see. I guess for me, I got put on Nipsey because I love Tupac, <laughs> and one of my friends who we always discuss hip hop and music. He told me a long time ago, he's like, yo, like, you got to get on Nipsey Hustle. And I'm like, yo, I heard about him. And he's just like, no, like, listen to his mixtapes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I discovered Victory Lap. And that, besides um, J. Cole, K.O.T., I played Victory Lap every day in 2018. I thought that was, like, the best album. But I would personally say for me, for what Nipsey taught me is the importance of investing in your community. Of course. Yes. Because most of the of times when we think of us being successful, it's like, okay, I'm leaving the hood. I'm leaving the yeah. hood. But we don't realize that it's important to invest in the hood and mm -hmm. to stay humble. Message. And also one thing I admired him for is his reading list because Nipsey was a reader and I'm a reader too. And um, I actually got his book list and some of the books that he even got from like um, Black Panthers, like Bobby Seale or Hugh P. Newton on his list, like... It just opened my mind up to another dimension. Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, I know you mentioned that, you know, we recently celebrated his birthday. Obviously, Lauren London, she celebrated in the ultimate way with the blue, what was it like? Lambo. Was Lambo, it like a Lambo? Jaguar. It was like it a was fancy dope. exotic she, car. Exotic car. She Wait, was, what, she, what did she do? She <laughs> went. She drove down Slauson with um, Nipsey's sister. Nipsey's car. It's in the, it's in the video last time that I checked. Oh, I don't know if you see the video with him and <laughs> no, YG. No, no, no. That, no, that, <laughs> that car. That car that he's driving. Last time that I checked. Check. Hey. It's five on my neck. Okay. So, yeah, dope. so she rolled down Slauson. She was just like, I love you, babe. Like, it was just so amazing. And, and, and also, I follow his sister, and they had, like, a dope dinner where they all wore all white, and it was just blue. They released balloons, and I'm just like, yo. And then they, I think her tribute to Instagram is what made me, like, she had a tear because mm-hmm. she showed clips from Nipsey's birthday last year mm-hmm. and how even though it was like intimate and small and Nipsey, you know, Nipsey is a billionaire. He got money. So when you yeah. think of billionaires, yeah. you, you yeah. think of them going out to the club, popping bottles. But he had a small, intimate birthday with his family and he was mm-hmm. just so happy. Yeah. So obviously Taurus is Taurus have been traveling to L.A. to the Marathon store to pay respects. But a fence has been put up allegedly due to violence, tourist robbings, etc. So do you guys have any, you know, opinions on that or any views on as to if the fence should be put up, if they should, you know, really just knock it down for what it has been? Does it kind of water down? I, the- I thought I thought they were actually buying a whole uh, plaza. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, I thought that's too. What I, I thought the fences was actually there because it was buying a whole plaza and maybe... Redesigning the but I guess see, like what happened was originally because after his death, a lot of people were traveling to mm-hmm. LA just to visit the because you know yeah. he, he got killed mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But then I did some research and I found out that his business partner David Gross said that he at he had he was the one who put the fence mm-hmm. in preparation for the next phase, which is the Nipsey Hustle Tower, which will be. Um, added to and it's supposed to be a museum too so oh, I think that's, that's so great. dope and I know Nipsey Hussle leaves behind a legacy through his music mm-hmm. business mindset and philanthropy that will continue to impact this generation and future generation sure. I can't wait to tell my kids that I actually got the chance to see him live remember that in D.C.? When yeah, me and you, yeah, we went to Broccoli Fest, yeah, and we was we were we were so lit, and we were so happy. Even so, though, so. even though I uh, lost you, yeah, he <laughs> lost me. We couldn't find each other for hours. Yeah, but the fact that Nipsey said "f Donald Trump" in DC, <laughs> and his mic got cut, his mic got cut short re- because you can't really do that in DC. Woman, it's, really? it's Donald Trump's territory. Yeah. So he came through, and he was just like he performed the um "f Donald Trump" song oh with YG. God. So his, his wait, he had an "f Donald Trump." Yeah, song? yeah he has one. Yeah, it's never y- heard of it's that? YG no. song. Yeah, that's my yeah, that's my song. But it's YG's song, and it's featuring that's Nipsey Hussle right there. And he um oh went God. on stage yeah. and was just like he was talking about Kanye because that's when Kanye wore the great to the Make America Great Again. Hat and he performed the song and he got cut off and he had to get kicked off a of stage mm-hmm. because he performed that song. Oh and we all, God. but thankfully, before he got cut off, he performed all the hits from Victory Lap and all his fans were happy. But to conclude, the marathon will always continue and we will always remember Nipsey Hustle. Pour some out for one's homies. Metro Hygiene Products and Services is a facility and restroom service supply program for any organization, business, large or small. Weekly or bi-weekly service 
ensures that your organization or business does not run out of paper towels, toilet tissues, hand soap, air fresheners, hand sanitizers, and more. Metro Hygiene is a hassle-free, no upfront cost, no contract, free dispensers and installations. Service plans start as low as $29.99. So call them today for more details and to get your installation set up. The number is 1-877-534-1306. As you know, every week we do the Black Business Challenge where every Friday we shout out a special Black business that we support it. So please continue to support black businesses and tag the Millennium Here podcast. But you already know this is Ari's favorite part. Yes, my favorite part. We're going to do a game. Can we do a game? Let's do the game. Okay. So we're going to do this game. My favorite. One of my new favorite games since we're talking about all these black businesses. How much do you support a black business? Right, Nas? Right, Cheryl's? Yep. So, Cheryl's came up with this game. I did come up with this game. I have a feeling I'm going to lose, but it's totally fine. Binsky, who is making a special appearance, is going to ask us. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to our engineer. It's going to name cities and or states, and we have to name... As many black businesses no. as we well, can three black from that. Cheryl says three. I say as many as you can of this location. So, Binsky, give us a location. And who are you picking first? Um, Let's start local. Let's do Jersey City. Who and who, who is it? Charles, Charles, you go first. Whichever. Or not, no, not as the guest. Not you go first. Yeah, Jersey, yeah, let's get Jersey the guest to get City? off first. Yeah, Jersey City. Ah. Uh, Black-owned businesses Ooh. in Jersey okay. City. Okay, I got one. Um, uh, LPM Winners, I think. I think that's what it's called. Uh, he has a brand. It's really dope. I like it a lot. It's um, a clothing line. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a clothing line. Um, you don't gotta name three if you can't. At least you name one. Coffee Cave, mm. Jersey City. I think it's like a, a, a cafe. Yeah, cafe or something like that. Um, it's okay. I don't think. I think that's okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I only you got get two. a only got two. I don't. That got, was good enough. That was good enough. I, 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 I get a different. Because I don't really know too many people. That was good. That was really good, Nas. Shout out to Nas. Word. Shout out to Nas. Yeah. Okay. With I need Jersey a different city. city. Spots. No, I need a different city. All right. So, um, <laughs> let's do Chicago. Nope. That was the last place I've been. I don't know anything. Next. Okay. Um. Um. Let's do. Damn, y'all know anything outside of Jersey? I do know. No. I know outside of Jersey, so you let me give me okay, outside of Jersey. Yeah. Let's do Miami. Okay, Miami. Oh, um, well, she's gonna do Miami. You always do this to me, Bisky. It's a choice. Y'all pick. I'm not you picking. You do Miami, up. and then I'll do the okay, next one. Okay, I got one. Okay, Miami, Miami, Florida. Pink, Black-owned businesses. Teacup. Pink what? Pink teacup from WeTV. Pink teacups. It's from that um, WeTV show called Hustle and Soul. Hustle and Soul. Maybe if we got time, I'll tell you about that later. Pink teacups. Yep, okay, pink we'll probably throw it on the, um, the video after this. Maybe the information. So <laughs> yeah. that the viewers can see and reason. the listeners could, you know, yep. we'll, we'll figure it out. Yep. Pink teacups. Tea they spilling tea? My, <laughs> what they doing? They, I know a lot of black people. They spilling pink tea. The next day. <laughs> <laughs> and don't give me Chicago. Give me another. Okay. Um, you need another? Yeah. All right. Um, Let's do Los Angeles. Okay, we're talking easy. LA. That should be easy for That's you. That's easy. 
Um, first, the Marathon Clothing Store found by Nipsey Hussle. One. Yeah. Shout out to Great Nipsey. News. Yeah. Um, two, I would say, um, Sweet Chick by Nas. Mmm, Sweet Chick. But they got, they got one. Yeah, that's, that's a chain. chain. But it's a chain. There's also one in Brooklyn, so Yo, I heard yeah, like, that's like, I heard he really don't even own that. Oh, really? That's yeah. awkward. I can't speak on that because I don't know <laughs> yeah. the details. Yeah, I don't know the details. Although I heard he was the Why owner, so I don't know. So I don't count. It may be a percentage thing. We don't know. Yeah. Nah, but but he's like the face, though. Exactly. Because when I went so to the counts. restaurant, he knew it was Nas's yeah. restaurant. Nah, that's the only reason why I went because I'm a huge Nas fan. <laughs> that counts. Right, and, right. Okay, what's um, another? Third restaurant. Would Los Angeles, right? Los Angeles. I can't think of one. It's okay. You beat. You, you was in Nas time. Sidebar, you was in Los Angeles a few I was in Months San Francisco, ago. but I've been, Los, I've been in Los Angeles, <laughs> okay. so stop clocking me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse the f*** out of me. Okay. Um, That's it, All right, Oh, we going to do a bonus round? Yeah, nah. bonus round. Okay. Bonus round. All three of us. No, no, no. I'm out. Y'all ever been, been in South by Southwest? Nah. nah no, I heard about it, though. Uh, so I can't mention Austin. Um, All right. Um, what about Nork or something? Yeah, yeah let's Nork. do Nork. Jersey. Okay. Yeah, that's like I can do that's yeah, like my hometown. What that's our stopping ground. So we gonna let's do Nork. All right, we gonna Wala. do And this is really Wala. easy. We are gonna do source of knowledge Ooh, bookstore Vonda's kitchen. Yeah, um, we Vonda's talking about kitchen. Sof- Duke's kitchen. Duke's um Duke's Ellington. Duke Ellington? No, King's restaurant. He had a whole restaurant before his brothers. I like that too. Um, we're talking um, Soul Food Chess House is black owned. It's a few. It's a lot, it's actually. A lot um, the smell, and, what's know? the smell good spot that you go to, Nas? Oh, I actually go to my man Blaze's uh, father. He got a shop right there on Raymond Boulevard, Boulevard yeah. in Halsley. Mm. I go there. I support all the time. He knows me. But Nas actually, Nas actually put me on this other spot, Afro Taco Food Truck. Afro Taco. Mm-hmm. I had that. Shout out to Afro Taco. Fire, fire. I need to give like yes. a free platter from Afro Taco. Yeah. They're really yeah. fire. Yeah. That's come, that's with the, come with the, the jollof rice and everything. Yes, sir. It's Amazing. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. But the top, point top of, ten I had. Wait, top wait. I'm glad that you said that because the point of this game was to make sure that we acknowledge black businesses right. and to know that even in those surrounding that, you know, we can support. We don't know what's out there. And when you travel, you're so quick to go to touristy spots or I know I am. Not sure and Well, not sure else, but. Some people, like myself included, are so quick to go to touristy spots, and we should try to keep it within house, like in house, and in your city and in your state. And so, we encourage that you continue to support Black businesses. So, on that yes. note of supporting Black businesses from different cities and states, um, for our second topic for hot topics, we actually want to shed a light on a Philadelphia couple called. Um, well, her name is Chantrell P. Lewis and her husband, Tony, I'm going to try to pronounce this right. Nigerians, <laughs> don't kill me. Oluwatoye Lawson. Um, so That's basically, 
Okay, that's all right. So basically what they did was that they set out to create the first global black business directory, and it's mm-hmm. called Shop Black, which is very convenient when you're traveling. It started in 2015, and they started from a Facebook mm. page. Wow. But eventually they grew, and they have an app now. Recently, Shop Black launched a Kickstarter campaign to expand their business, and just in two days they were able to raise money. So all their funds um, will go to launching international black businesses, expanding their content, and mm-hmm. launching agencies to help black business owners and their content, and also um, to launch different, um, just to help out different owners in expanding their brand and marketing, and also offering access to a variety of business loans, because you know redlining will yeah. be, be wilding. And, really and zoning real. laws and all of that and credit and strategic right. partnerships with black owned funding companies. So that's super dope. Mm-hmm. So do you believe that this directory shop black could be beneficial? I think so because I'm a person and all my friends could attest when I visit them from like when they moved to local cities, they all, they, they all automatically have black businesses mm-hmm. listed down. Like, are we in here? Cause it's black owned. We doing this cause it's black owned. Like, I try to make my money go into investing black businesses as possible. Mm-hmm. How about you, Nas? Um, I, I totally agree with the idea. I actually had an idea of my own, um, having like a directly directory of, you know, black businesses, um, to actually create that awareness for people who don't know of these black businesses. You know, you could be mm-hmm. walking right past a black business that you want to support, you but don't you don't know. even know. You know, so what if you actually had a business and you had a sticker. You ever seen that sticker that said uh, shop locally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? What if you had a sticker that was known, you know, nationwide, and you put that on certain businesses that would identify that it was a black business, but they don't necessarily have to say a black right. business. That's a great segue into who you are and why you're on this show, you yeah. know, because you have I Am Nas, and tell us about that. Okay, so... um you want to like actually It's a clothing brand. Sweat. I want to know more about it. Okay. So I Am Nas is a collaborative design studio. Uh, my main focus was to really just collab with different artists, whether it's music artists or uh, design artists, mm-hmm. um, visual or graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's like the same thing, but what I meant by that is painters or graphic artists as well. And I just wanted to create awareness within different platforms or different... Uh, I should say, industries, Mm -hmm. you know, just to create awareness of people who are not aware of certain issues. Um, Especially, I seen um, some guy made a tease that said, uh, you know, Newark deserve, you know, clean water. Or humans deserve clean water or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was like a dope tea. You know, it created like some type of awareness for people. So like, like, yeah. So I know I Am Nas is a collaborative handmade clothing line that, that represents style, quality, and fun. Of and of course, it was founded in my hometown, Orange, New Jersey, by you. Yeah. But I just want to know, how long have you been sewing? I've been sewing for about oh, three years. Okay. Yeah, three years. Um, I first started with t-shirts. I used to mess up a lot. Um, you know, I would just... Uh, get buy patterns actually. I would buy patterns from the store, uh, like a sewing store or whatever, and I would make these t-shirts and you know I would make them in. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would make these t-shirts and um, 
after that, I just started progressing. Um, I made a jacket for a brand called Leo. Uh, my friend Jai here, he had like a cosmetic brand. Mm-hmm. Cheryl's he, also got a jacket too. <laughs> Fire. Indeed. And um, we did a fashion show with that jacket. And from there, I just took off. I just started doing more fashion shows. And mm-hmm. that's when, you know, I Am Nas was brought about. So when, you know, we always talk about, like Cheryl's, you would say, was was the episode that we did? Yeah, we did an episode on dreamer versus doer. Yes. And I feel that you are the definition of a dreamer versus doer because I know, I kind of know your journey because I'm your friend, but yeah. I know that you have, you got a bachelor's degree. Can you tell me more about like your post-grad experience? Yeah. And did you work in corporate America? Because like Nas is like a super woke brother. So. <laughs> yeah. For him um, to work for the white man. I appreciate that. I mean, you got to, you know, you got to. Mixing things, but um, <laughs> where you got code switch, you gotta make it work. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta blend in. But um, yeah, I actually got a, a job um before I actually graduated. Um, I'm an accountant, and you know, once I got that job, I was like, yes, you know, I have something to actually fuel my dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, nine to five. I never had a nine to five ever. Um, never really. <sighs> I never really inspired. You. Yeah, I never really <laughs> yeah. worked that intensively until I got this job. So once I actually graduated, I felt like it was killing my dreams mm. so much. You know, a nine to five. Once I get off, I get home around like 6 p.m. or something like that. And my dreams, like, you know, I just be like, wow. Like, they just start to, to, like, evade from my mind, like, from my heart. But I knew that I really wanted to do this. Not from my heart, but I knew that I really, really wanted to sew and make nice mm. clothes that would make people feel good. And I had like a moment where I just stopped sewing. I just get home and lay down, you know, like I get very tired and things like that. And that nine to five can actually crush your dreams like crazy if you let it. If you Mm -hmm. let it, it can definitely crush your dreams. So post-grad, I actually, you know, quit my job and just tried to go full throttle with I Am Nas. And Mm -hmm. I learned a lot from that. It was like a bumpy road and... um. I would say for the entrepreneurs out there that actually want to, you know, quit their job and go full throttle being an entrepreneur, make sure you have money saved up. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have a savings. Make sure you have at least two uh, sources of income coming in. One that's stable, one that's, you know, one that's, uh, you know, from, Mm -hmm. from time to time, but mainly have a source of income coming in because it can definitely, definitely take a toll on what you're trying to do. What, what dreams you're trying to follow, actually. So so yeah. one thing I can really compliment you on from just being your friend, I see that when you did quit your 9 to 5, you were very dedicated and you were also, you made sure that since you weren't working a 9 to 5, you were very disciplined. So even when I would hit Nas up, like, oh, let's go to happy hour, he's like, nah, I got to make these clothes. Yeah. So that's like another huge thing about owning your business. But I really appreciate you for being a guest on this show. So please let our listeners know about your upcoming events for I Am Nas and how people can support you. Also, like shout out to your, your social media or if you have a website, if people want to actually buy your clothing. Because it's dope because I got a couple of things from, from I Am Nas. Um, so I have actually um, a fashion show. Uh, this might be my last fashion show. Probably I did like a lot of fashion shows and I'm just like I feel like it's a little cliche right now. I don't, <laughs> I don't really feel like doing it anymore. Um, 
But I have a fashion show August thirty first. August thirty first. Uh, it's a pool party slash fashion show in Irvington. You can actually check out my Instagram for more details at e dot a underscore n underscore. And my website is ean-us.com where you could check out my products and, you know, potentially, you know, buy some products and things like that. But uh, for right now, that's the only event I have. And also, just check me out for more collabs. So. Also, let our listeners know what you actually make because you are very versatile. Yeah. Yeah. I like making women women products. Okay. I feel like with women. like That's you, the biggest market. Yep. Yeah. Y'all got the money. <laughs> you also make do rags. Are we too, willing right? to spend the money? Yeah, yeah, y'all spend the money. You I make do rags. You make jackets. You make jeans. All that. Yeah, I make. I, I specialize in jean, um, denim. I feel like denim is more pro, uh, for the economy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's more green. You know what yeah. I mean? So I specialize in denim, but I I love everything. You know, I love fashion. So, but um, before you go, yeah. I know Cheryl's like we did everything, but I want to really ask you a question. What would you say? Would you say that the positive outcomes that you have endured thus far would outweigh your setbacks? My positive outcomes? Yeah, like in your brand, in your building, in your entrepreneurship. I would say yeah. Like whether it was like setbacks and less money, or whether would- it was like. You have to okay. do some cutbacks or like yeah, like was, would you say it's worth it? That that's the it's the definitely it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. I feel like I feel like when you take a loss, it's actually a win because you're mm. learning at the same time. I learned so much. I did a lot of fashion shows, and I felt me personally. I felt like you know we're like our, our worst critic. I yeah. felt like I I could have done way better. However, mm. I learned from it. I know how to, you know, pick these models, look at these models, see what clothes actually fit that model's face, you know, how they walk, the coordination and everything, you mm-hmm. know, like I learned so much, so much to whereas if I have a fashion show now, I would then know what to do. Right. So, yeah. So, I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I also feel like you're multi-hyphenate. So if you weren't doing fashion, what else would you be doing? Um, I probably have a, a juice bar okay, or some type of restaurant that. or, um, I love helping businesses create a better business. So like a consultant. Like a business yeah, incubator exactly, type. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. I love, I love that. Um, that's what's up. Um, as, 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 as a designer right now for me, actually, I work by myself. So it's kind of hard doing everything by myself in which I need to build a team, mm-hmm. but if I actually had a role on someone's team, it would actually be easier. And that's like, I feel like that's my one of my great skills. If I was a, a role for, you know, Millennia, I would give you guys so many ideas. He tells me this every day, guys. Exactly. Like, in which I already told you, I have mm-hmm. so many ideas for y'all. I would love to help. Free of charge, you know. Gotcha. Man, y'all can give That'd me a little something. Thank you. Y'all can give me like a t-shirt or something like I that. I knew you, you know? since But we thank you so much, as Cheryl said already. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a guest. Of course. And we hope that everybody was able to take away some type of nugget so that they can continue to build their business and become entrepreneurs that we know you can be. And also, make sure you check out his website, follow him on Instagram and all that. E-A-N-U-S dot com. All right.
So we definitely have to talk about our upcoming events. Yes. First of all, shout outs to Denise Duran. If you have a podcast and you're trying mm-hmm. to let your podcast level up, make sure you come out to the Podcasters of New Jersey Meetup yes. every last Thursday of the month. And make sure you follow at Podcasters of New Jersey. Also, I'm having a woman empowerment picnic on August 31st. So if you want more details, make sure you DM me. And you'll get more info on that. So thank you, Shiraz, for, you know, just being that person that's next to me and always just empowering and being about your business. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to branding, one must remember that your brand is only a glorified version of you. Or better yet, a real-time testimony accounting for your journey to become who you aspire to be. So it's crucial that you continue to be yourself and live unapologetically. Nipsey Hussle was amazing at shining at just because he was true to himself and his purpose. People don't simply invest in the things that you do just for talking points, but they invest in to you. So I recommend excelling at your grind, at your passion, with your passion first and working on your brand in a gradual process. It will come. The Millennial Herd Podcast is looking for you business owners, entrepreneurs, and influencers out there looking to gain exposure and more consumer support for all of the latest projects or merchandise or whatever great things that you have going on. We're looking to promote that throughout our episodes. We have a full season ahead of us, so please email us if you're looking for multiple packages available at the Millennial Herd Podcast on Instagram, or you can email us at the Millennial Herd Podcast at gmail.com. We cannot forget to highlight the importance of building your brand and building it like a boss. Yes. So on, yes. So on average, um, I, found, I found these statistics. Five to seven brand impressions are necessary before someone will remember your brand. Mm. So since we're talking about branding, we actually have a special guest, a branding expert here today to discuss all things branding when it comes to your success and next steps. Yes. And I'm so excited, Cheryl's like that we have this Jersey girl here um, via telephone because she's too booked, busy and blessed to okay. be here. OK, but she is still making time. So this multifaceted creative professional who goes by Judea Asante is a woman with passion for empowerment. In 2016, she co-founded Embracing the Crown, a wellness company that empowers millennial women of color via event experiences, powerful workshops, and bold merchandise. This self-proclaimed digital bay, ooh, Yes, yes, digital bag <laughs> helps you level up your business with brand like a boss. Blab is a weekly segment giving you tips and tricks on the best branding practices. So let's give a warm welcome to Jadea. Yes. Hey, Jadea. Hey, Queens. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we're so happy that you can be here. So let's just jump right into it. So. Tell the listeners about Embracing the Crown and why it was this, why it was started and how you co-founded it. Okay. So Embracing the Crown is a wellness company focusing on empowering, uniting, and uplifting millennials of color. Mm-hmm. So it all started um, at Seton Hall, which is where I went for undergrad. Um, me and my best friend, who's the other co-founder, Shelby Atkins, 
we basically were just going through so many transitions in school, whether it was going natural. She had just moved um, to Jersey from D.C. I was used to having so many friends around, and then I went to college and was like, what the hell is going on? So (laughs) 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 I was shook, okay? So we started the blog, and then we noticed, like, other women can relate. So then, you know, we made it a... um, an Instagram where people can share their stories. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we see each other, we see each other's pictures and the highlight reel. And we just assume everybody's okay. Mm-hmm. But we're all just going through our different, our different issues and, you know, our different struggles. And we don't realize that we have so much in common. Yes. So basically it's just a platform for women to, um, really just embrace each other and just realize we're all in this together and we got this. We're going to make it. (laughs) That's amazing because at the end of the day, I feel like we have this like crabs in a barrel mindset and with embracing the crown, it's like this, this avenue that shows people that we can do something different and still excel. So what advice do you have for millennials with careers that involve the development of a you know, air quotes, household name, or just starting out with a brand? Okay, so I think it's very, well, a few things are very important. But one, I feel like, especially in this day and age, you know, people see that, um, you know, these influencers, they pop off on Instagram, now they're on TV, and they're getting these major deals and everything like that. But it's very important to know why you're even doing it. It's like, are you doing it for clout or are you doing it because you have an actual passion and reason behind it? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have any reason besides money as a motivation, then you really won't pop off. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, period. You you need to know, like, what your why is. And I Mm -hmm. think that's, like, very important. I know a lot of people are just, like, keeping up with the Joneses. Right. Like, I always ask folks, like, do you even need a brand? Like, let's start there. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's okay to, you know, work a nine-to-five, and it's okay for you to just get on Instagram for fun, and you don't necessarily have to have one, Um, but, so there's a lot of pressure there, but if your mind and your heart is in the right place, then that's important. Right. Um, But other than that, you know, knowing your audience is a big thing. I feel like people think just because they have a brand, everybody's just supposed to supposed to support right but it's really not on your friends and family you have to find your target audience yes especially as being millennials (laughs) so i've been following you for a long time and i love your brand like a boss videos on instagram and thank you no problem and i just wanted to know what's like the most questions that you or comments that you get regarding branding and marketing Okay, so the most one that I get, which is so annoying to me, (laughs) actually, is how do I get more followers? And it's just like, okay, there's really no magic pill for followers. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, there really isn't. And and the good part about it is that you don't need a bunch of followers. Like, I don't even have a shitload of followers, yet I'm able to, like, impact people. And I'm able to still stay booked with my graphics and web design stuff. It's more about the impact that you have than the actual amount of followers. And it'll grow because naturally. Like, yeah, but in this... Yeah, exactly. In this day and age, people could actually buy followers, which is crazy to me. But they don't do engagement. Do. But they don't do engagement. You buy followers. Like, I had friends who I felt like I, I ain't never been able to confirm if they bought followers <laughs> or not. But they'll have 30-something plus K followers, but how come you only got 500 likes? Exactly. Like, you got 37 followers. You know, like, that's how you'd be able to tell. So what are some free tips and tricks that you would say on how to brand like a boss? 
Okay. So, um, like I said in the beginning, definitely the know your why is very important. Mm -hmm. So you have to actually um, get a little dirty and, like, do the research and do the hard work. Everybody wants to do the cute shit, do the flyers and the photo shoots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you have to, like, actually do the work and figure out, like, what what are you even selling? Like, what's your product? Mm. Um, because um, people buy with an emotion in mind. It's not just the product. They're buying for how you make them feel. So, for example, if you're mm. a DJ, not only are you selling, like, okay, you know, you're spinning records, but you're selling that experience of happiness, you know? Right. So it's very important to know, like, you know, what you're selling. The second thing is, which a lot of people miss, is, like, you have to add value to other people's lives. Right. Wow. Like, if you think of some of your favorite influencers, you like them because they probably taught you how to, you know, work right. with your natural hair, or they taught you a new mm -hmm. tip or something like that. Or a they do it different. Just, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, finally you see somebody with the same exact hair texture as you, you know, so it, it makes it relatable to you. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just like they post flyers like, yeah, buy this, come to this, come to this. And it's like, for what? Right. <laughs> right. Like, what are you actually like? What are you doing for us? Gotcha. So it's very important to add value. I feel like people come that way because everybody wants a, you know, a tip and a trick. And mm -hmm. I think people they think want the shortcuts. Like, oh, ex exactly. No, <laughs> but for I real. think people think if you give, then like, um, like, even my mom told me that. She's like, oh, why are you doing, um, giving all these tips? People won't book you. But it's like, no, you you give so people know that you know your shit. Right, And then exactly. they come to you because now they trust you. Right. But you have to give first. Right. So as our final, like, just, oh, my gosh, branding 101, but this is, like, really dropping gems. Like, for dummies, have the, to, quick, right, the quick right, version. We have to tailor to social media. So, obviously, social media weighs heavily on personal brands. How can you turn what may seem like a slip-up or a mistake and, in turn, obviously, an L into a W, a.k.a. a win? What would you say? I would say the best thing is transparency because you can mess up. We're all human and we all mess up, but mm -hmm. the way you recover is very important. If you try to like bullshit people and act like it wasn't really a mess up, like for example, um, okay. So remember when all the kids were like doing those, that Tide Pod shit? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. When it was like um, eating no more. Yeah. Right. So Tide didn't necessarily have anything to do with that. You know, it wasn't their fault. But what they did was completely remove them um, from the shelf. They put out a PR statement saying, you know what, um, our families being being healthy and safe is more important than products, you know? So that Got even you. set them up for a W because yeah. it's like, whoa, they really care they about They really us. care. Yeah. They 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 are they keep their ears to the street. And they didn't like, just let it right. sweep, like sweep, sweep under, under the, rug. the rug. Right. Now, Chris Brown, on the other hand... <laughs> <laughs> or Bow Wow or eight, yeah, yeah. like or, <laughs> or Donald Trump if we're talking about Bow Wow if we're talking no, if we're talking about branding and like publicists Trump I I believe he doesn't have one but <laughs> right but it's like they could take these tips and really turn it around and really change they could possibly continue to brand like a boss but they're not listening to to Judea, so they in for a word of, world of hurt. But we right, thank you right. so much for these tips, and and we are so appreciative for you being a guest. Tell us about the upcoming things you have, how people can support. Give us your social media. Okay, 
So you guys can please follow me at Judea Tyon, J-A-D-E-A-T-Y-A-N. And then you can also follow Embracing the Crown. Um, so on my website or right in my Instagram link, you can subscribe to my mailing list. Um, you can check out the videos I have on my Instagram page mm-hmm. and just continue to grow with me. Or embracing the crown, pull up to an event. <laughs> Y'all events are <laughs> so <Yes>. dope, especially <laughs> since we don't have a lot going on. It's it's kind of hard to find events for millennial um, people of color in New Jersey. So yeah, it is it is tough though. But we making it. We try to make it work. But thank right. you, Jadea, thank so, you so much. much These Jadea. tips were everything, and we you are part of the Millennial family and we'll definitely keep in touch with you and we'll talk to you very soon yes thank you i appreciate it so much love what you ladies are doing thank Thank you. you so much all right okay bye in conclusion whether you're supporting a black business starting one investing in your community or building your brand let's continue to push nipsey hustle's dream by grabbing the baton and passing on what you know and learn to the next person that's trying to thrive. There's enough for all of us to eat. We all can be successful, Mm -hmm. but it takes dedication, hard work, plus patience. (laughs) We love you, Nip, and may you rest in power. Special Mm. thanks to Nasir, I Am Nas, and of course, Jadea, Tyann, and Brace of the Crown for just being guests on this episode. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So thank you for tuning in for episode two for us by us and we'll see you next week deuces next episode on the millennial her podcast is talking all things hbcu culture we're talking college scams life after college and you already know we have to pay homage to classic shows that made us want to go to college like a different world to new generation for millennials gen z Grownish, obviously Beyonce, and we're just gonna make sure that you get all the gems to make sure you know that the HBCUs are still lit. So make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. Millennial Earth Podcast. The Millennial Herb Podcast is looking for you business owners, entrepreneurs, and influencers out there looking to gain exposure and more consumer support for all of the latest projects or merchandise or whatever great things that you have going on. We're looking to promote that throughout our episodes. We have a full season ahead of us, so please email us if you're looking for multiple packages available at the Millennial Herb Podcast on Instagram, or you can email us at the Millennial Herb Podcast at gmail.com.